Okay, so what are we going to be talking about today? It's the question inflection. I've spoken about this before, but in a quite a simple way. But now with everything we know about intonation and so on, then we can look at it in slightly more depth. Those people who've got a sing-songy voice, yeah, we've spoken about this before. This is the kind of voice that goes up and down unnecessarily. It's kind of the seasick syndrome. can come over as patronising, frankly. It may sound up and bright to them, but to the listener, it could sound cheesy. It could sound as though the presenter's on a bit of an autopilot without a care for the content or the message. Other presenters go up at the end of every sentence, like this, whether it's necessary or not. Are they really asking a question? Or have they got into the habit of really annoying their audience? This is called upspeak. Everything becomes a question and can make you sound insecure and insincere that everything you say needs validation in some way. And also what it can mean is that some people use it too much as though they're constantly asking questions and that affects their authority frankly. Incorrectly using a question inflection triggers confusion in the mind of the listener. The sound of what you're saying is contradicted by its content. Doubt about your delivery disrupts the effectiveness of your message. So if you're a presenter encouraging phone calls or a YouTuber requesting comments under your video, you need to use a rising inflection where appropriate. A question will engage your audience more than using a straightforward statement. So, a statement might mean, Many people are struggling today by not making enough money as an entrepreneur. But if you turn that into a question, Are you, as an entrepreneur, making enough money in your business? Or, Are you one of those entrepreneurs who... A question draws people in. It involves them much more than a statement. A question creates attention. Now, do you always go up at the end of a question? No. So-called interrogative yes-no questions, so those which can be answered with one of those words, yes or no, often end with a downturn. So, you're going to go by train. Yeah, that's just going to be a yes or a no. And so the question usually comes down at the end. And usually so too are those questions to which you already know the answer. Our reporter Peter Porter was in court, so can you tell us what happened? You know he's going to come back with what happened. If Peter replied no, that's going to sound very odd indeed. And another situation when you end your question on a down note rather than an up note, is when you know the answer to your own question, because you're going to go on and answer it. Have you ever thought about getting a tattoo? I know I have. You're not going to say, have you ever thought about getting a tattoo? I know I have. That sounds really odd, and that's the reason why, because you go on to answer your own question. So if people say, Oh, questions, you always have an uplift at the end of a question. They are wrong, and those are the reasons why. Tomorrow on the show, hearing your own intonation as Get A Better Broadcast, Podcast and Video Voice continues. From London, 
I'm Peter Stewart. <laughs>